This is Global Bible Study, a World Christianity Project, connecting you to the Word and to the world of God. Hello, in this episode, Mariana Leite, an education graduate and a theology student at Brazil Adventist University, is my co-host. Witnessing is sharing what we know about Jesus. If our witness consists solely of trying to prove that what we believe is right and what others believe is wrong, we will meet with strong opposition. If our witness about Jesus comes from a heart that has been transformed by His grace, charmed by His love and amazed at His truth, others will be impressed with how the truth we believe has impacted our lives. And to discuss about sharing the story of Jesus, we welcome Dr. Joy Cruz. Having been a missionary in Africa, Dr. Joy is currently a professor at AIS in the Philippines. Hadassah Marquis, an English teacher who has lived in Thailand for two years as a missionary. And Lucas Moreira, who has volunteered in the United States and Paraguay and currently works at Hope Channel Brazil. Welcome everybody, we're glad you have joined us for another episode of Global Bible Study. This is our episode number 11. We have been discussing about making friends for God with people from many different countries. Our topic for today is sharing the story of Jesus, and I'm sure you're going to enjoy the discussion once again. I want to ask Dr. Joy, uh, about a very interesting Bible verse that shows how important the story of Jesus is in um, anybody's life, uh, anyone who actually uh, receives Jesus into his life, or his or her life. And that is Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1 through 10. So what were we like before we knew Christ? And, and how about after we know Christ? Yeah. What is the difference? Yeah, that's a very interesting understanding when we start our Christian life. Um, in fact, we have to know three different phases in our growth. You know, what we were before and then what changed us, what made the, those changes, and then who am I today? So, um, the Bible says that before meeting Jesus and being transformed by him. In Ephesians it says we are we, we are dead in trespasses, in sins. So in other words, we were living or walking in life according to the course of this word. Um, and now there is a change. Now there is something interesting about this change, about this transformation. We often don't see in ourselves this happening we will see other people telling us how we have changed. And that's the wonderful thing about this transformation. Uh, it doesn't make us feel proud of ourselves. Other people will yeah. appreciate it and help us to have a, a self-awareness of this power of transformation. Yeah, I like verse 10 specifically, where it says, for we are God's handwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. 
just the idea of handiwork, the idea yeah. of God really carefully crafting our uh, spiritual lives, you know, this is really an amazing uh, illustration, I think. Now, uh, I'm thinking, uh, Lucas and Adasa, uh, how has your life changed because of Christ? Can you share maybe some uh, insights or something that happened to you or how you see yourself or maybe in the lives of other people, um, how Christ really transforms one's lives? Well, I can say that God transformed a lot my life <laughs> since I decided to live just for Him. Um, I believe before, <laughs> I would really have a, a world, a thinking to live for the world, right? I mean, to, to earn things from here, <laughs> um, maybe live more for myself, May I think about myself, but after I really decided to live for Jesus, so I think just to I just think about serving Him to other people, so I can I can help other people. I think more about this, yeah, just serving Him. <laughs> I've been in church since I was a kid, you know, so there is no big transformation in my life. Um, but every day you learn something new that implies um, in micro transformations that impacts and on how you live your life and, and and how do you treat people, how you worry about things, and uh, how do you behave in stressful situations, and how you're not worried about something that's going on. So these are things that. Um, they may, they may show people uh, a little bit of, of God in you because you're not behaving like everyone else. You're behaving differently, and this is a way for people to acknowledge Jesus to you. So the study guide says, and this is an interesting quote from Ellen White, uh, that the exercise of force is contrary to the principles of God's government. He desires only the service of love. And love cannot be commanded, cannot be won by force or authority. Only by love is love awakened. So we have uh, shared uh, about how uh, Christ has changed our lives and transformed who we, we are. Or and, and this is a life uh, time process. Now, we also want to think about how our story can now be shared and and how we can reflect the love of Christ for us to other people and the, the impact, the effect that this can have on other people's lives. Have you seen this transformation uh, while working as a missionary, Dr. Joy? Yes, sure. Uh, by the way, uh, going to the mission is the right place where we see transformation happening. And this is wonderful to see the power of God. And by the way, some people are changed faster than others, right? It all depends, as you said, love makes the whole thing. People who love more, they go faster. People who love less, they go slower. It's proportional. And uh, what's interesting is that this is, is a never-ending transformation. You know, you don't come to a point and say, oh, yes, now I'm the one. You know, Jesus, when he came back, 
uh, after resurrection, he met the disciples at the beach again. And again, in the same environment, Jesus said, please throw the net in the right side of your boat. And then they discovered him. And then Peter puts his clothes on and goes to see his master. And then Jesus is ready with fish, you know, uh, to eat. And then Jesus said, ask a question three times to Peter. Peter, do you love me? And do you remember that he already betrayed Jesus? He already heard the, the, you know, the cock. And then he already was conscious that he was not being a real, a real disciple committed to Jesus. He was, in fact, uh, denying Jesus Christ for three times. So he denied Jesus for three times. Now, for three times again, Jesus asked him, do you love me? And he says, yes, I love you. Do you love me? Yes, you know I love me. And then for the third time, Pope Peter was already, you know, hurt by that question. And then uh, Jesus answered the three times, feed my sheep. So you see, when we are transformed, we are transformed with one purpose, to feed, to feed the sheep. Now, I remember meeting someone who was uh, a boy, and he's here with me studying, and that's the wonderful story I have to tell everyone. Uh, this boy was in the streets in Niger, and he was looking for food, and he joined the Pathfinders Club. Later on, he baptized, and then uh, there was a transformation in his life. He was a Muslim, and uh, then we found a place for him to study in Brazil. So he graduated from theology in Brazil, and today he's studying a master's degree here in, in Ayas. And uh, it's wonderful to see how Jesus changed the life of this boy. You know, for now 15 years, 16 years, we know him. And how uh, his character, you know, his, even his personality, uh, his, his goals in life, everything changed. And it, as I said before, there's no end in this transformation. It's a constant, and this is wonderful to see this happening. And this changes our, ourselves as well. You know, I feel myself empowered when I see people being changed by the wonderful love of Jesus. Um, I think um, a way to reflect uh, the love of Christ uh, is through serving. And um, as my time as a, as a volunteer, um, I had some experiences, um, like when I, wa when I was in the United States, uh, there was a time when we went to a meeting in the fire department with all the neighborhood. And we had a time to, you know, talk to them, have a little chat and, and mix with them. So we were talking to them how we left our countries to, to go to serve in another country and for like for free and just to work and, and help. And they were like, oh really, that's interesting because no one does that. So they were interested to know why we do that. So that's a point uh, when we we can share the love of Christ. And, um, and the other time when I was in Paraguay, um, also serving as a volunteer for Adra, um, they ha we had an opportunity to, to, to help some people there. And you can also see how amazed they, they are because you are helping them and they go like, oh, uh, thank you so much. Uh, you, you, you don't know how, how much you're helping us and, and some things like that, you know? So um, 
you don't usually you don't have those people so when you help them they wonder why uh, you are doing that so this is a way to show the, the love of Christ yes it's beautiful how you started mentioning about how once we encounter God's love and we really understand it we begin to be ambassadors of this love and then naturally we're more able to share what we have experienced and I would like to invite Hadassah now to, for us to reflect um, a little bit on the story of the first missionaries that Jesus sent and they had been madmen they had been demon, demoniacs uh, within a few hours before that and Jesus uh, went there and completely transformed their lives but these men they did not have so much theological knowledge they had not been to the seminary they did not have you know so much practice they had not been walking with Jesus as the disciples had um, so what do you think was the most powerful thing about their testimony and why did Jesus believe that they were ready to share what they had experienced well because they they were transformed right because first God healed them that's really so that's what what they they were expecting so they could see the power of Jesus so they could feel right they could feel the power of Jesus so they were ready to talk about it so they yeah they had the experience in their life so that's 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 about um that's about testify of God, right? If we cannot testify if we, if we don't experience anything, right? So what we will say would be just words, <laughs> right? Um, so I, yeah, this is very, very important. This is, this is actually how make the difference for other people um, to listen, <laughs> right? I remember when I was, my experience <laughs> when I was going to Thailand, I was so excited. And of course, I was also worried because I don't have all the theology, <laughs> the doctrines, you know, but I have my experience. I have, I have seen God's transformation in my life. I know what he can do for people since he has done for me. So, so that's what I'm gonna do, <laughs> right? That's what I'm gonna do. So, and then I think that's what changed. I remember one pastor asked, I was in a meeting and they asked me, so if you go there, what, what, what are you really going to do? How are you going to serve people there? And I said, I don't know. I don't know how, how, the, how the doors will be open for me, but I just love people there, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Whatever they need, whatever they need, if they need, me a service if I have to go in their house, clean their house, <laughs> if I have to help them with my time, I will help. So I think that's the that's what I could do. That's the difference. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think I like two things that you have mentioned uh, here. One is the fact that uh, in the end, the best way to love somebody and to share about Jesus with other people is by serving them. I think this is very, very interesting. Um, 
how uh, it's not only about words, it's always much more than that. There is a tendency for us to stay in our comfort zones and that's often just about talking and talking and talking about something. And, uh, and then there's something else that you guys mentioned and that is that when we talk and we share with our lives or our words, we're not sharing only our story, but it's our story that has been transformed by the story of Christ. So in the end, it is his story in our story. Uh, yes, this this uh, story that uh, Adasa just commented on, this is a very interesting in the Bible because these people, they had a very dramatic transformation, I think, right? And it was right there in front of the eyes of the people, the community, and uh, uh, they could not deny the transformation that Christ had done in their lives. Um, there is also a comment in the book, The Desire of Ages, it says that not one sermon from Christ, from Jesus' lips, had ever fallen upon their ears. So it wasn't uh, because of those words. They could not inspire the people as the disciples who had been daily with Christ were able to, but they bore in their own persons the evidence that Jesus was the Messiah. I think in our days, more and more, especially the young people, they are looking for that kind of evidence in our lives that uh, tell them that Jesus and his story and his power is actually real and can make a big difference. Now, question for Dr. Dior. Um, if somebody, a Christian, is not sure about his or her personal salvation in Jesus, that could affect the boldness of one's testimony and the, the way that that person goes about uh, serving and witnessing to other people, right? Yes, there are, uh, there are people, Christians, who are not motivated to share and to, you know, they are afraid, they're full of guilt, full of self-condemnation. They are perfectionists. They uh, sometimes don't understand what is justification by faith. So understanding that makes a whole difference. And I, I always like to tell a very simple story to help people understanding to understand how we are saved. It's about a, a, a hunter. You know, he is hunting this in the middle of a forest, and then um, um, at the end of the afternoon, night comes and he gets lost. He cannot go back to the hut, the hunter's hut. And then he is afraid, but then he hears there is a horse passing by. And someone is riding the horse and he shouts, please help me, I'm lost. What's the way to the hut? And then this uh, horse rider says, you just go and follow this big tree. At the side of the big tree, you can see in the shade, there's a way there, there's a path. Just follow that path uh, to north and you get to the hut. Now, the hunter, the hunter, he goes to that place, he finds the tree, he finds the path and starts walking. Now, he's walking the way, but he's not yet in the hut, but he's no longer lost. So he's not lost and he's not arrived yet. So this is our situation right now. When we walk with Jesus every day, 
we are walking the way. We are not lost. We are sure of salvation. We can be sure that we will get there if we stay in the way that Jesus told us to walk. So this is the only way to understand how we can really be sure, you know, have this assurance of salvation. Uh, one thing that's also interesting that we, we should uh, understand that we should be story hunters. Uh, and that's why young people have this, uh, you know, uh, strength to go and give testimony and tell stories and do things, go to Thailand, go everywhere, to Paraguay, go everywhere, to the worst place in the world. They are looking for stories. And I like to repeat a colleague of us who says, if you don't have a story to tell, you will end by say uh, by be you no know, be just a footnote of someone else's story <laughs> in other words you will be just nothing you know and unfortunately there are many christians living a very nominal type of life it's just a theoretical thing a conceptual uh, understanding of jesus and his um, teaching we should have an experience and especially those who are born Christians, Seventh-day Adventists, or any other Christian religion, we should look for those experiences, look for stories. So place yourself in situations where stories will happen, and then transformation will go faster, and you will be more assured of your salvation every day. That's beautiful. Thank you, Pastor. And also the study guide finishes with that message that whatever our story may turn out to be when we put our lives in God's hands, it is mostly about what Jesus has done. So even though we may not have a, a very dramatic uh, testimony or something that happens in our lives like what happened to the demoniacs, uh, we can see him doing wonderful things through us if we only allow ourselves to follow the path that he has shown. And if we're willing to let what he has done, biggest sacrifice ever, it's, it's not about sacrifices that we make, even though we may be called for them, and then we'll be able to live wonderful things. But it's mostly about his sacrifice, and we can trust fully in that, and we can rest in what he has already done. Uh, unfortunately, we have to finish, but it was wonderful talking to you guys. And before the end, we would like to invite you to say Happy Sabbath in a language of your choice. We have established a tradition of learning how to say Happy Sabbath in different languages. And I'll invite Adasa to start. Okay, so I speak in Thai, Thailandese. Suksan wan sabato. Okay, thank you. Pastor <laughs> Joy? Yes, in Bahasa from Indonesia. Salamat Sabat. Nice, thank you. Lucas? Uh, I just learned, I just know in, in Spanish and English. So I asked a friend here to teach me how to say it in Guarani, which is a language used in Paraguay. And she taught me right now. So it is Apave Arapokoimpi. Okay, nice. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us for this episode. And thank you for you all listening. And we'll see you next week. Have a happy Sabbath. On behalf of our producer, Lucas Moreira, and all of us, thanks for joining Global Bible Study. We highly recommend that you study this topic in depth with your study guide. 
Don't forget to follow and interact with us on social media, on Instagram at World Christianity. Until next time, 